This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Hey guys, awesome episode today. We talk about a girl who gets walked in on having sex, a MILF situation, and lastly, I'm coming to D.C. this Saturday. We're doing a live podcast from Chatter at 2 o'clock. Then I'll be at the Kennedy Center at 8.30. Come, they are both free. Enjoy today's episode. Jared Freed, coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side, Sam from New York Lazarus, every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. The messages lately have been out of control. I, I mean, you guys, every single day I get a tweet, an Instagram DM, a Snapchat, a Facebook message about how you're listening and where you're listening, and it is feathering my nuts just to know that you guys are out there enjoying this podcast as much as I enjoy putting it out. This is the time of year, though. This is the time of year where J-Train bumps up a level. The lonely (laughs) summer months. This is where we make our money, people. And this is where I need you, the listener, because... Podcast one of those things. It's word of mouth, baby. Wom. Word of mouth. Okay? We need you, the listener, to be our best PR people. And I know you are. Because, listen, there's a divot between each of my balls from all the feathering you guys have been doing to that nutsack. That seam is worn down. Okay? <laughs> it is like, you know what it's like, you know, on a basketball where the seams come together on the basketball? And you have an older basketball where, you know, they puff up a little bit. And then the seams get, there's that, that trench between in the little black rubber of the basketball. That's what my balls look like from all the feathering. So keep spreading the word. Tell a friend, tell a coworker, tell a fraternity brother, a sorority sister, a, a buddy, anybody, anybody with ears. This is the official podcast of your shitty summer internship, the official podcast of, your, of people with ears, the official podcast of your life. So listen, ba- people, I'm going into baby because of our guest today. I'm so excited to have him. And, uh, and uh, I, I'm, I'm very pumped to have him here. An OKP, original key player, Mr. James Mad Dog Madden. Thank you for coming on. Hello, my friend. Such a pleasure to have you. This is exciting. First of all, your intro inspired. I want to run through a wall. Bring it. You would be the. You greatest. should hear it with the music. When it's you know, it's funny. Let you guys behind the curtain. Let me open them up for a second. Uh, they get it at home. The listener has this like we have this great music that leads to like it's like a heavy metal train coming at you. 
Without it, it's just me screaming in a room. I love you just screaming <laughs> acapella. We should get a video of me doing it one day and post it, right? Oh, it was a work of art. Because that was today was good. I have been feeling under the weather. I, I didn't really let tell people. I, I had a couple scary couple weeks with my health a little bit. What's going on? But J-Train's back. We're fully running. We're on track. I was in Nantucket. Let me just tell you people. If you can ever get a chance to go to Nantucket, oh, fucking go. I had a wild weekend there once, buddy. Did you really? Buddy. Made out with a girl in bushes. In bushes. Yeah, basically, it's like a place that you go when you're in a small town and there's nothing to do. Yeah, you right? feel yourself, and though you're like, where do we? There is Late that moment night, with yeah. like a hookup where you're like, I don't have a room, you don't have a room. Those bushes look as comfortable as anything's ever going to be. I felt like a 16-year-old. Yeah. It's like make-out point. You <laughs> yeah. see the sitcom. <laughs> yeah. But it looked like the pilot to X-Files, so I'm going to date myself. But yeah. if you ever watch on Netflix, the pilot, the first episode. Okay. Like, that's where al- I thought aliens were going to go put their fingers up my boot hole. <laughs> really? You know? I mean, that wouldn't have been so bad either. Well, she didn't get that adventurous, so no. you needed something. <laughs> she you needed know? something. I, I was in Nantucket, and now let me get some announcements out of the way before we get into the meat of this episode. We're getting mail here at the podcast for some reason. We're getting packages sent, and it really, this, I mean, this is boils my beans. I have a wedding invitation. <laughs> A, a wedding invitation. It, it sautés my sausage to know that I'm being invited. I'm not going to come, but it's it, you know it's the thought that counts. Even though their calligrapher for the envelope, I think he's seven years old. They <laughs> didn't really get me the good envelope. Wow. But does that bake your potato? Bake my potato. Calligraphies. Yeah, Mr. and Mrs. Clark Blank request the honor of your presence at the marriage of their daughter Sarah. To Michael, I won't go into last names, son of Mr. Michael and Mrs. Lisa, Saturday the 12th of August, 2017 at 6 o'clock, Cobblestone Park in South Carolina. The South will rise again. (laughs) It's already risen. Yeah, my dick's rising (laughs) just from this fucking invitation. Thank you. Uh, I'm assuming it's it's Michael that that sent this, uh, that send out the invite. So that's really nice to get to send an invitation to a wedding. Also, I got a we're sitting here with the koozies, beers with a view. And this is like a t-shirt company where their whole motto is uh having a beer, you know, taking the picture of the beer with a big view in the background, which I, you know, I enjoy. Cool uh koozies and they sent me a long sleeve tee. A nice gray heather. It's a gorgeous 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 long sleeve tee. I like their tea. I like their uh their whatever, their their logo. It's a nice logo. That's how beers. I compliment my girlfriends. I love yeah, your I like whatever. whatever. I like your yeah, whatever. Now, fuck great. me. Um, <laughs> beers with a view. Now, I'll give a better plug to these guys. Now, this is another company sent me something, and I'll put it up on Instagram. You'll see me in it. If you've seen the movie Basketball, Basketball, it's a South, the makers of South Park made a movie, which kind of got critically panned. People hated it. But it actually... Social commentary-wise, it, it, it had a lot of things that ended up coming to fruition. I mean, their, their fastball with social commentaries always clocking in the mid-90s. But they're Let's telling us the future. Yeah. They're George Orwell of our time. I mean, like a lot of their South Park episodes, you look back, they predicted a lot of shit. Without a question. So maybe. basketball is kind of a prediction of how the, the, uh, the business side of sports is gonna ha- has now worked yes. out. So their team name was The Beers. And this company, Icy Threads, that's Icy underscore Threads on Instagram, they sent me a Beers 
jersey with train on the back and 17 for the year 2017. Absolutely amazing. And it's a beauty of a uniform, and it fits like a glove, but they have all these cool jerseys that you can't really find, like a Monstars. Unbelievable. And uh, Tri- Flint Tropics from you know the one of those movies, and the Tuned whatever, and LeBron James, and you can get your name on the back. So give them a... Give them a look. Icy underscore threads on Instagram. I'll post it and I'll tag them and all that stuff. But things are getting sent here to the Stand Up New York Labs network. If you want to send me something, just look up Stand Up New York, put my name on it, throw it in here. I haven't done the podcast in a second. I walk in. You're sitting at this table with these packages. I'm like, did you get your Amazon here? What's going on? It's crazy. Is that a fucking blender? (laughs) What are we doing? Listen, all of you need to go follow my friend James Madden. You're going to be in Montreal. I'm going there, baby. You're going to Montreal for the... So for those... This isn't like... We're not a comedy nerd podcast. This is more of a... Let me hear about how you want to fuck podcast um but uh the montreal comedy festival i'm going to that festival as well that so fe- <laughs> both worlds collide. They, they're both in montreal the the fuck town festival and the montreal comedy festival both on st Catherine street both, ironically <laughs> and to those of you who don't know the montreal comedy festival is the largest comedy festival in the world and our friend james Mattern is going to be there next week uh doing comedy oh yeah doing buddy. the shows for kevin hart i will be hosting for uh, JFL's uh, Kevin Hart's LOL Network, LOL Live. So at if Theater Barry. If you're in Montreal, you should go and get involved. So many people that have been on this podcast are going to be at that festival. It's going to be a great hang. You know, it's a dream of mine to one day go. So hopefully that can happen. I would love if somehow, somehow, you know. some way, we're going to find a way. But you guys can all go follow uh, my friend James at James L. Matter on Twitter, at James underscore L. Matter on Instagram. What are you fucking. What, what's with the name change? You should have went down the board, James L. Mattern. Yeah, I tried to. They gave me they the underscore. Added, that's what awful. What do you want me to do? So James underscore L. Mattern. I don't want the L. I sound like a pretentious like, writer. Yeah, you went from, <laughs> you went from Mad Dog. Ladies and gentlemen, I am James, James L. Mattern. L. Mattern. Here's, your, here's your lecture. Ugh. Yeah. But it's a, and, and, the James Mattern's <laughs> some goddamn doctor. So what am I going to do? Buy out a go. doctor? Yeah, well, listen. Guys you, fixing brains. I'm J- up here going, hey, James Earl weird. Jones over here. Yeah. Um, also... Mr. Mad Dog has two podcasts of his own, okay? If you're a fan of Game of Thrones, you got to be listening to James's podcast, Say It Ain't Snow. Yes, on Gas Digital. We Say go. It Ain't Snow. It's on Gas Digital. And 15 you... minutes after the show airs on the East Coast. We go live. You go live. And we figure it out, me and Marissa Rivas. Okay. And then it's available on Mondays on iTunes. And you break down the show right away. Yes, but we're like a fun – we're not – the nerdiest of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a book reader. I'm exclusively the show. Sure. She gets pretentious about the book. And you uh, bring her back to Earth. And we talk shit. We're kind of like a Siskel and Ebert, like a critic show of it. We yell yeah. at each other a lot. She's a Jersey Italian girl. We scream at it. I know how to talk well, to them. Well, this is the beauty yeah. of the internet. We can get anything. You can get the Jersey, you know, James... Uh, podcast that talks about Game of Thrones, and you can get other versions. You know, yes. like this is the beauty of it. We're fun. We scream. Yeah. We have all kinds of. We, I mean, I love yeah. if I get into a show. I love a good review. I love getting into it and hearing how other people. If I'm on point with them, I like agreeing, disagreeing. So this is a great way to do that. Yeah, and we have a fantasy league. We drafted oh, people. Say it on kills. Say it ain't snow. Wherever podcasts are found. Also, James is a part of another podcast with a. A favorite here. Two favorites together uh, on their own podcast, ranting and raving with Yamanika. Yes, I am her uh, 
let's stick with Game of Thrones. I am her hand. I am the okay. hand of the queen on that. Okay. And yeah, it's a great show. And we're doing that live in Montreal. You're doing 29th. a ranting and raving live Noon in Montreal. Noon at the Ovation Room in the downtown Hyatt. This is a beautiful thing. It's good. I mean, we're going to oh. be live there doing a pod. I'll be hungover drinking a bloody Caesar on stage. Love it. What I would do to go to Montreal with you. God. But we'll see. So One day. I'll you re- put it in for next year. Put it in for next year. Well, let's do some emails. You ready? I would love to, my friend. James Mattern is here, at James L. Mattern on Twitter, at James underscore L. Mattern on Instagram. Go follow him, support him. The podcast is called Say It Ain't Snow. Also, ranting and raving is a part of that. It's going to be in Montreal next week. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Send anything you'd like. Last week, we got into a big discussion of greetings. Like I said, that I don't like the hard fist bump. You don't. I just think people go too hard to show you what a big man they are. That's replaced the I have a bigger dick than you handshake, handshake. which I hate. I hate that too. I'm sick of like what are we proving? I shake your hand, we're gonna look each other in the eyes. Yeah. We're just gonna it's basically, hey, you got eyes? Yeah. I got eyes. You got a hand, I got a hand. Bring it in. Hello. And That's it. it. And then it's like this thing where like with the handshakes, people are like, Well, my bo- my daddy told me how to shake a man's hand. It's like, yeah, you don't have to prove it to me right now. Also, why can't we just do this together. Yeah, also... Why can't we just have mutual respect for one another to have a firm, mutual, respectful handshake? And also, but none of nothing. Yeah, it, it's always that my daddy shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's daddy, always daddy shit. Your daddy fucked his secretary when you were four and left you a mama <laughs> in trouble. So yeah. that's who you're learning stronger, to be a man from? Stronger yeah. the handshake, the more infidelity. Yeah. That's all I know. This guy writes, greeting pet peeves. This is a follow-up. What's up, Jew Burger? Your fave Asian writing in about greeting pet peeves. The top two peeves are when the person comes in aggressively with the half high five hug, like slaps the shit out of your hand and pulls in as hard as possible to where you end up shoulder checking each other. Yeah, I don't like anything that all of a sudden I'm in a hockey fight. (laughs) (laughs) That's not what I want to do. On a Tuesday. I don't mind the embrace <clears throat> shoulder a little bit as long as you're... I'm that's, cool with... That's, that's exclusive no, to no, someone no, you're that, really tight exactly. with. Exactly. You have to know it's coming. I don't want it from everybody. You know, like, I, I'll give... If I know... I Listen, if you want to come in for a handshake hug or any type of hug, I got to see it coming from five yards away. And if you're going to come in... I got to see you form tackling. Yes. Gr- break, you know, in football, you got to break into position. I want to see you... You want a three-point stance. I want you getting down into defensive position and where I know the hug is coming. Like, I would, ah! Opening up. I don't want to be one inch in on a weird, you know, thing. I want to see that handshake hug coming from a mile away. Well, uh, that's why we get along, because mm. you know... With me, if I'm going to hug you on the embrace, yeah. I wait for a snap count. So, sure, uh, of course. I, <laughs> yes. I wait for hut, hut, hut. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then, then we're going in. We're going on two. I'm waiting on that. Yeah, yeah. That, but it's just, uh, and so then he writes, <laughs> two, I hate when someone over-enthusiastically shakes my hand and pulls you close to them so you have to stare up close as their beady little creeper eyes. Let me know what you, an insert guest name, if it's the stone man, tell him he's my boy. Think these uh, about these last two uh Pet peeves, our boy Kim Jong Bro. Um, I, I agree. I agree. Any form of aggression with a hello is just wrong. Sometimes I come in hot, but I make sure you see my eyes. No, but that you, I'm coming in hot. But with you, I, I think when I know someone's coming in hot, I enjoy it. But you got to know it. You got to make it. that eye contact. Like, hey, do you I'm see the white eyes? Yeah, yeah, They're going to get real close. I'm telling soon. you, do that five yard yeah. shimmy step, arms open. You're ready for tackling formation tackle. <laughs> 
This uh, J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, Girls Club. What's up, Juice? Jew Train? Let me start by saying I'm a female listener. And I have you on my celebrity list of who I'm allowed to cheat on my boyfriend with. Wow, look at you. Get ready to be disappointed. (laughs) Going to your show in D.C. this weekend. Fingers crossed. Wow. Buddy. Train be fucking tonight. Choo-choo, baby. (laughs) Choo-choo. It's a female listener, Shelby. (laughs) Now, let me take a moment for an announcement. I feel like I'm back in Vegas right now. If I'm coming to D.C. this weekend, okay? So today's Thursday. The 22nd, here's what's happening. I'm going to be at Chatter at 2 o'clock doing a live J-Train podcast. I hope people show up, but if anything, we'll have fun guests and we'll be at Chatter. And this is kind of a nice thing for me because I love the Tony Kornheiser show. And oh. so do you. You love I'm a it. little. Yeah, I'm fans. a little, too. So I'm a huge fan. So it'll be like kind of a going to the Mecca for me. Um, so I will be at Chatter in Washington, D.C. on June 22nd doing a live J-Train podcast. Amazing. Come, come one, come all. We start at two sharp. Then I will be at the Kennedy Center at Amazing. 8.30 that night, the 22nd. 8.30. It's a free show. Come one, come all. And I got... We got a great show. I'm going to be doing some stand-up comedy, so we're going to go from the podcast to the show. So you're all invited. If you're in D.C., 2 o'clock on Saturday at Chatter, then 8.30 at the Kennedy Center, um, we'll be doing a show. You can come to one or the other or both. No problem It's a free there. country. Go to both if you want. Literally, I'm giving you free entertainment on top of the already free entertainment you got out of this podcast. So come. We'll take pictures. We'll have fun. We'll go out after... That is the plan. So that's my brief announcement. That should feather your nuts enough. Let's get down to business. This past year as a transfer, I rushed and loved my sorority. Unfortunately, was not a fan of my rush class. I became really good with uh, friends with a few girls in it, but they were all major potheads. Don't get me wrong. I'm not a fucking nerd and smoke, but I get to, it gets to the point where I sh- would make plans with the girls to go to a party or downtown to bars. Last minute, they would bail because they were too high to go. So looking for guidance, I went to my big. I began hanging out with her friend group a lot and the only fraternity she ever took me to. Uh, so she became friends with her friends and the only fraternity she ever took me to. Her group of friends were really great girls, but they're just not the kind of girls I typically hang out with. Besides ones of, uh, besides one of the girls who almost is as hilarious as I am. This next semester, I'm really looking for, uh, to find a good go-to groups of girls that I can always hit up for whatever. Problem is, one, I fucking suck at talking to girls after a certain point. I grew up with three older brothers, all male cousins, and a group of friends of 12 guys and five girls. All I can ever think to say is typical-ass girl things like, oh, my God, I love your outfit. Besides that, I feel like I come on super aggressive because I am an open book, and most people do not take too fondly to that. And two, I made a lot of acquaintances this year. Acquaintances this year due to going to a lot of fraternity day parties, but don't remember any of them. This uh, the, the story of my life. This uh, <laughs> this year I made an executive decision to stop blacking out so I can actually make friends. But I have a boyfriend now in a fraternity that my big friend group is always uh, at. So I already know all the girls at this, his day parties. Tell me what to do, Almighty Jew One. I look forward to seeing you at your show this weekend. What do you think? She's looking to make closer friends. I think that's kind of her. Right? Isn't that what she's getting at? Yeah, it sounds like it. But, you know. You got a boyfriend. Yeah, it sounds like you're doing great. Like, like, why? I mean, look, it sounds like you don't have much in common with girls anyway. So, Mm. but it feels like you just feel like you need to hang out with girls because you are a girl. 
No, nah, man. It feels like hang out with the lacrosse team. Yeah, I, it feels like she's like she's got the, the the seedlings of good friends coming. And I'll say to her, she's you know, it sounds like she's a sophomore or something. She's gonna be a sophomore or junior. Yeah. That takes time. All this shit takes time. The the one piece of advice um, that I can give to this girl and anyone that's like looking to make closer friends is. There's, I think I've always done badly with people I've tried to become friends with, and I've done really well with people that genuinely gravitated towards me. Like, have your party and keep the door open. It, it's like the relationship. Let, pe- let the music play, and people go, oh, that music sounds like music yes. I like. I'm going to go into that house. When you're looking to be in a relationship, anyone's like, I really need a, yeah. a girlfriend. I really need a boyfriend. You don't find it. Never. You put too much pressure. Totally. So if you're looking for friends, it's, it's, it's they're going to smell much. it. It's you, too much. You're, you're desperate. S- thirsty, baby. Don't be thirsty. Don't, don't be, be friend thirsty. thirsty. <laughs> don't be friend thirsty because I, you feel that right away. And then people are like, why is this person asking me about my day? Sometimes you know, like, yes. you know, they ask weird questions. I know it because I've done it too. I've been that, in that position where I'm like, hey, you know, just checking in. It's like, why the fuck am I checking in with this person that I don't fuck? You never find treasure when you're looking for it. Never. Put a blindfold on, baby. You'll bump into it. But it sounds like what she's got going is, is great right now. And I will say as someone who's in a fraternity where I hung out with the guys that were three years older and the guys that were three years younger. And a lot of times, you know, what she's saying, she's like, I'm an open book. My buddy and I in college, we would sit in our, we would room together and people, and we would just be sitting there and we would always just like, we didn't stop talking, you know, which makes for a good podcaster. But him and I would just sit there talking about nothing. And after a certain few months, people started like coming into our room during like dead times in the day. And we were like, what do you do? What's going on? They're like, we just wanted to come in here and hear you guys talk. But they'd hear you pontificating Part, through the, yeah, like through through the, the razor-thin yeah, wall. Yeah, yeah, they'd be like, why are these guys talking about which Super Mario is the best? And it's like... And, and hot topics, like, huh? Huge hot topics. You know, the, you know, the politics and things of the day. And, uh, but I'm saying, like... Be people, the change that you want, Gandhi. Be the, this is what I'm saying. Be this girl. Own the... Per- st- dig into yourself. And those people will be like, that's an... Inter- nobody's looking to be with the same people every day. Or nobody's looking to be with themselves. They're looking to be with people that can understand them as well as give them a view into something else. So for her, if you have empathy for other people where they come from, where you say, I like your outfit, and if a girl says that to you, you don't look at her and go, fuck off, (laughs) because it's a nice thing to say, because then you're going to say, oh, this is a person that I like for these reasons because they're that way, but I'm this way, and they can understand why I'm a good person too. That's what I would do. Podcast at gmail.com, Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Mad Dog. James Mattern, at James L. Mattern, James underscore L. Mattern on Instagram. Ranting and raving, say it ain't snow. Those are the podcasts. That's it, Pops. Get involved. Meeting older people, ever cool to lie. Okay. All right. Papa JT, not feathered, not too much, not too little. Okay. <laughs> to the chase. I'm a recent college grad. Went to an older friend's wedding this past weekend. He's around 28 to 29. I'm 22. Being the classic and ever so rare 888 man stamp that I am. We have a rating system here in the podcast, face, body, personality. Uh, Chris, our old producer, Mansamp, dubbed himself an 888. An 888. Well, face, body, like... personality. He's, he's a good kid, huh? Yeah, yeah. We like Mansamp. Now I got to figure out mine. I think you're rolling all nines, baby. Baby. I spent, boop, quite, boop, a... <laughs> I spent quite a bit of time high kicking on the dance floor at the reception. At one point, I asked one of these girls I was dancing with to go to the bar. As, she, as we walked up, so did... 
As we walked up, so did age. Now I know that mm. a girl is a relative, and a girl is relative, and that age is relative, and blah blah blah. But there's no doubt that weddings get girls in that upper twenty age thinking about relationships themselves. So to my point, I was honest with my age. The resulting awkward adios and fuck you combined in the girl's look and mannerisms in that remaining evening was nothing but cringeworthy. Here's the question: Will age work against me in similar circumstances? And if so, is it ever okay to lie about it? AKA travel, weddings, etc. Hope to hear your response. Uh, sincerely, congrats on the podcast. Been a day one listener. Come to Austin, hopefully soon. Uh, what do you think? Do you ever lie about your age? Well, I'm, I'm a little older. Okay. So, uh, no, I don't. Now, I don't. it's different. If you're younger, I get it, what he's saying. Yeah. But I get where he's coming from. You're at a wedding, you meet this girl, you think you got a chance, and then all of a sudden the brakes get put on because, oh, fuck, this dude is just some fucking 22 year old. Yeah, but it, it's. I'm so 28. I need to find a dude that's looking to settle down that's not going to be high kicking on the dance floor. So, yeah, it's going to work against you either way, though. So, what? You lie that you're 25. Right? Yeah, yeah. What's the age you even say at that point? You get in a relationship. She's eventually going to find out that you're 22. Mm. And then you already got a strike in there. It, now, it, for just fucking around, a 28-year-old should be, just go have fun with a 22-year-old. Why yeah. not? Well, this is the thing. You can't, you're never going to know what this girl's going to in the mindset for. You have to drive the boat. You never know. You got to own it. You never know what the currents are coming up. So you got to own it. And I gotta say, I, my tentacles are going up. Sometimes get the I read, tentacles up. Sometimes baby. I read these emails and I start to, I start to get a little buzz in my penis. Okay. Ooh. Well, I'm glad this we're one gave me a buzz. The table, buddy. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think that she was like, "How old are you?" And he flubbed it. I call it my brother, Domo Origato, Mister Roboto. And it's when a you sticks get, reference to this <laughs> yes, fucking podcast, I, huh, Pop? I, my brother and I, we, I, I always used to make fun of him because he would walk into these situations and I would watch him stiffen up and he would like, and I would be like, oh, domo arigato, Mr. Because he was going to robotic mode. Yeah. So this kid went and there's nothing more transparent than you killing it on the dance floor, looking into a girl and being like, let's go get a drink. And then her being like, how old are you? And then you going, oh, I'm 22. You know, that is a, no wonder, I know he didn't say it that way, but the look of one versus the other on top of each other had to have been enough where she was like, oh, he thinks I'm old. Mm. What you have to do, 22-year-old fuckboy that goes to the wedding and, you know, talks to the 29-year-old girl, you got to go in so okay with it that she thinks this is going to be the night of your life. Yeah. That you're like, oh my god, I, and you go, I'm 22, and I am energized. No, it's good. And it's like you say something to get her, you know, like, hey, I'm 22. How old are you? Oh, I'm 29. Oh, good. I like an older woman. You know, it's awesome. You know, like make fun of it. It's great. You gotta, you gotta, and you gotta say, this is my first wedding. Teach me your ways. You know, <laughs> you know gotta teach go, me your ways. Yeah, just look at her and go. Always oh, a bridesmaid, huh? You know, something oh, you're good, to baby. that effect where you make her, you be so okay with your age that she's like, that's the kitty ride that I want to go back on. I, you know what I like to do too? Like, like I sure. said, I'm usually older in these situations. I like to throw a number, and I think this could work for mm. anyone. I throw out an absurd number that makes no sense. Because <laughs> yeah. then it's kind of like you're mucking a hand of poker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's yeah. Like, like if I get asked, how old are you? 71. <laughs> Oh, come on. No, no, no. Come on. Yeah. I'm 71. My Botox is great. Yeah. So get a laugh If right this there. kid was like 13, you want to get in trouble? <laughs> yeah, start some shit. Yeah, start Say some shit. Say something ridiculous. But, oh. I'm 61. Whoa, you look good for 61. Oh, I roll. 
I eat a lot of brown rice. Yeah. All right? I'm taking Absolutely. care of myself. Absolutely. But don't be, you know, make a joke out of it and then give the reality. Because you don't want to be looking like you're evading. No, but by the time you give the, the real answer, they're laughing it's a, so much they don't even. It doesn't care. matter. It doesn't matter. The reason oh. they asked it got diffused. And if you're young, you go way young. If you're older, you go way old. That's Touchdown. the only move because I watched a buddy of our, you know, the, a guy that we know. I I saw him get asked, "How old are you?" And he's older, and he's like, "How old do you think I am?" Which I think wrong play. And then she goes, "I don't know. Just tell me." And he goes. It doesn't matter. You know, and, it, and then at that point, I was like, it does matter to It everyone. matters to you. Now it matters. Now I want to know I what the fuck it. is up. I have that happen with a lot of girls where, this happens to me where, like, you know, in the past where girls would, like, DM me. And I would write back, like, you know, I got to do some fucking fact checking. All my shit is out <laughs> there. You know, like, you know, if you DM me or you send me a Snapchat and you're like, and like, and you're like, uh, I got to make sure you're, of age, not crazy, uh, you know, not like looking to get me because there's so much information out there about me at this point. We've done hours, we've done days of podcasts at this point. You're like a journalist. You have to check your sources. Got to check my sources. I got I to gotta get on that. So I'm saying, but girls are so not used to a guy being like wary of them because we're all like, I just want to fuck, you know? So I'll say to the girl, I'll go, I had one girl, she was like, what, um, when's your birthday? And it's like one of those stupid, I don't, what the fuck does it matter when my birthday is? So I go, you know, I go February. She goes, what's the date? And I'm like. That freaks me out. Well, this is what I said. I go, I go, it's like, and now I'm like uncomfortable because it's like, now you're asking questions that aren't even fun. You know, ask my age at a wedding. I'm like, yeah, we can play the joke. But once we go into Snapchat and you're DMing people, girls have to understand like, you're as creepy as we are. Yeah. For different reasons. So, what's your mother's maiden name? Yeah. Let's slow it down. We sounds had... like you're trying to get into my bank yeah. account. We haven't had breakfast <laughs> yet. It sounds like you're Relax. looking for, for my pin. Mm-hmm. And I said that to her. I go, I go, this is the type of information where it sounds like you're trying to get my pin. And she was like, oh, my God. what? Oh, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, uh, there's nothing wrong with me. I'm not the one sending Snapchats to, you know, J-Train. J-Train podcast at gmail.com. J-Train <laughs> podcast at gmail.com. Here with Mad Dog Mattern, James, Thank James you, Mattern. Thank you. James L. Mattern on Twitter, James underscore L. Mattern on Instagram. Hey, train. You get it because it sounds like, hey, hey, train. You get it because it sounds like J train. Yeah, I do get it. So I was in Philly just visiting my little and I met her guy friend. So this is a female email. <laughs> So visiting my little and I met her guy friend who is currently sleeping with his manager who refers to who he refers to as the MILF. Mom, I'd like to fuck. This woman got pregnant the first time she had sex and is now 22 with a three-year-old. Excuse me? The first time she had sex. Oh, my own. I Blank, knew a girl like that. This guy says it's just a summer fling. He's moving back to oh, uh, their college in a few weeks. Uh, but he's met the kid and even slept in the same bed as her in the MILF. Excuse me? Again? This is weird. Anyways, while I was there, he called her to make sure she was okay with him drinking and staying over with all of us, and then she even called him at 2 a.m. just to talk. She's talking about her and her daughter going to visit him at school. We just don't think that's healthy for a 20-year-old man. Uh, it's gotten too far past the it's casual phase, and it's just try, uh, trying to justify, defend everything he does. My little doesn't really know what to do, and I figured this was a fun J 
<laughs> this is fun. Oh, my 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 balls just sucked into my 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 sack. Uh, hope to hear your reply on the show soon. Uh, may you be blessed with tits. What do we think? Well, I just broke out in hives, so that's the yeah. answer that. Yeah, <laughs> twenty-two with a three-year-old. You're bringing a three-year-old to visit a dude you're fucking, but also on like, campus. Yeah, that's the on other ca- a three-year-old. I know, I know, I know. It's also she's twenty-two. She's pretty young with a kid. I Bravo. I gotta say, like, there's nothing. The problem is we both see the issue with this whole thing, like you know, the kid involved. That's not fun. But the other thing is your buddy is going to realize that it's not the right move. It's a matter of will he realize when she's on kid number two or will he realize and it will be a huge fight where he's dealing with someone that's, you know, they're they're just looking to get escape from the reality they've created. You know, like if someone has a, a 22 at three years old, good for them. I hope they're doing well. But then there's a point where they, they're going for guys that maybe they shouldn't go for because it's like, hey, this is an escape. You know, oh, this college guy, I'm having fun with him. I'm getting the fun that I didn't get to have because I've been, you know, responsible for my child. And and that's her right. But at a certain point, this guy is going to brunt a lot of responsibility. And maybe he's enjoying her so much that he doesn't mind. And that's his right, too. It is his right. But, yeah, think about it. So this girl probably got pregnant at 18, right? Mm. Had a kid at 19. You go from basically a child. Yeah. Right? You go from an adolescent, a child, to being a legal person, to... You're now raising another child. Of course. So everything disappeared real quick. Yeah. Bye-bye. And yeah, so this is some fun for her, but also probably wants someone else to help in this process. But even if she doesn't want to help, it's her fun is his responsibility. So like, that's what you have to let her know. Like I would say, I would, here's how you make a guy understand. You just say, as a woman. Yeah. You know, make it the woman thing. So you say to him, hey, listen, we know you're having fun. Do whatever you want. But listen, I can tell you, if I were her, I'm going to want this, 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 and this. And then you play the part of chick with a kid. Great. And you that's how you scare him out of it. It might not scare him today and just be like, I'm just letting you know what I would want and what you're getting into just to let you know. And if and if this is just meant to be casual to you, that would be mean to me if I was in her position. They, that's Put yourself in the woman with a baby's position and all the things that you would want and he'll have the same reaction that James and I just had which was our hairs on our balls getting lifted up they just turn gray back to yeah. black gray again <laughs> real quick I knew sure. a, uh, it's a bad sign girl getting pregnant from the jump like the first time um, I knew yeah. a girl back in the day that happened I mean she's got more kids now than the old lady in the shoe that old nursery rhyme also um, if you're that fertile I mean, she's going to get knocked up with a rubber. Like, that happens. Girls are that fertile. Yeah, yeah, Don't even matter. You can wear a raccoon skin over your penis. If you you have the ability to have one, you have the ability to have two. That's... But yeah, the ability to have one on the first time, that's that's God saying something there, buddy. (laughs) We have a lot of female emails. Oh, good. I'm looking at this right now. I love hearing that drum roll. I know. It's really good. Let's do one dude one right now. Fucking for too long? What's up, Jew number three? You're the third Jew in my life. So, J-Train, I've been fucking this 886 now for almost seven months, hooking up at least once a week. We do dating shit like trips to the beach, occasional food, and I went to the formal with her. Right now, we're pretty much exclusive as we were both living in our college town this summer while it is pretty dead. We're not putting a label on it, nor do I want to, as school once school starts again, it's open season. 
Am I getting to a point, though, where we are too girlfriend, boyfriendy that I have no option other than to make it official or break it off completely? Summer loving, having a blast. Summer ha- loving, happens so fast. Summer loving, getting too close. Got kicked in my ass. Summer loving, <laughs> I got to come in the fall on someone else. That's, what is it. It? That's kind of the, the email here. What do you think? I mean, I've had it happen, not exclusively to summer. You know? Yeah. Where you just, hey, this is fun. You're working along. You know that there's an ending coming. You just have to make sure it happens smoothly. Man, it's tough. I don't know how you handle this. Sometimes you just start doing it. You you do the human thing, right? You wake up. Yeah, Mm. we'll do breakfast. Sure. We'll do this. I'll meet up with you here Uh, and not have sex because it's chill. And the next thing you know, it's the vibes of that. And you're not ready for that. And they're like, hey, what are we doing going forward? Listen, man, I, I... you put it in. A, you put this email in a way that really connected with me. I dated this girl, and after we were, done, I ended it, and then she sent me this email. And every a lot of relationships, this happened. This is like the new age, you know, final dagger to the heart. The read this email. Oh you ever get no! That? Do you know what I'm talking about? I've had exes sending me this on a yearly basis. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Read yeah. this. One last thing. Oh, Papa, you girls, all the same. And I got this email, read this. And I read it, and the point of her email was to say that I, even though I said the things that I was saying, I was acting as if this was getting more serious. And that's a problem, because, you know, when what do you do? Do you leave in the morning and go home and sit by yourself? Or do you say, hey, I just wanted to get brunch. I've done I that I like a to lot. eat, too, and I'm having fun with you. Why does this action of going to brunch mean that we're getting more serious? But... She does have a point. She has a point. Why would you go to brunch with someone you don't like? If you like me enough to go to brunch, why don't you like me enough to be exclusive? And uh, it's like you can kind of you can like someone that much and not want to get married to them. Without a question. I, you know, you you, you and I've talked many years. Sure. I leave a lot. And I know but and then if I do breakfast, it's because I feel the guilt of leaving in the middle of the night or in the morning. Because yeah. you know, no one wants to be Treated like they're a piece of prison ass. No one I wants to. I so you know, do that. This is the... But that's the that's the slippery slope. So slippery. if you don't leave in the middle of the night or after, right? You do the breakfast. You went from treating you like side ass to hey, when are we getting married? Yeah, it's it's there's scary. No middle there's ground. no middle. There's, there's no, no way to do it. There's fucking leave or there's fuck and and eggs. Eggs. Yeah, fucking leave and or fucking there's, eggs. <laughs> there's no. Fuck and juice. Yeah, let's just like, have a juice. Let's and have go. one coffee and I'll yeah. go. <laughs> Maybe that's what you do. Maybe you have to limit. You know, I. I it's tough because I'm living this reality. Like I, I've lived this reality, so it's a tough thing to answer. And it's like this dude's in college. Like this is the welcome to the rest of your life until you get married. Yeah. You know, this, welcome to every relationship. We we are blessed and cursed with this weird. Uh, area, this weird gap in our lives that our parents never had to deal with where people are getting married later than they ever have. Mm-hmm. The, the age at first marriage statistic I've mentioned on this show before has risen by four years. You know how much it Bravo. takes? What's that? Bravo. It's great. It's right. But it, this is great. But you know how, long, how many people have to be on the same page to rise as a, 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 a mean by four years for us all to be like, yeah, I'm just looking to fuck. And so we're all in this together. We're all in this kind of weird four-year gap where it's like you could have fine relationships that would have ended in divorce 20 years ago. Yeah. And now you're getting the luxury of saying, 
hey, this is great, but not great enough for me. You know, it's a it's a Lego piece that we smash together, mm. not two that fit perfectly. And it's like, and <laughs> I love smashing Legos, everybody. Oh, I, I'll smash a, I'll smash a little Lego. I'll smash a, you know, big Lego. I'll smash an Asian Lego. I'll go all over the Lego board. Boy, now you're talking a wrestling promo, and I like that. <laughs> I, I just think for this guy, the move is you have to watch your actions. And I think for this guy and anyone in this situation where you're hooking up with someone, you're like, I like him, we have fun. Keep it in fun zone. Mm-hmm. You have to stay away from and this is and this is kind of a service to the girl, and I don't want to act like that's very mansplaining of me, but I'm saying I have been in that situation where I'm like, yeah, I would love to get, you know, hang out with this girl more and get brunch, but I know that says something about yeah. my intentions that maybe I don't want to say. And, and that takes a little bit of responsibility on your end to say, hey, maybe the occasional food, like just because you call it occasional food, that doesn't mean that's what she's calling it. She's calling it's the beginning it, of something. Yeah, she's calling it. Yeah, we do dates sometime. You know, we kind of get lunch sometimes, yeah, and it's yeah, really yeah. nice. And we get to know each other a little bit more. That, and that's you going. Yeah, we we eat sometimes. <laughs> you know, like you, you know the the action is very different than the than the words. And I think for him, he's got to take actions that might be hard to do, but will help you later on to say, "Hey, uh, this has been fun, but I'm gonna like I'm gonna I, I'm gonna disappear into the mist." Yeah. Well, you you know. Uh, I made a strategic bad move once on this, mm. but the opposite way. Um, my white whale that I describe, if we're going to go literary. Sure. Um, you know who this person is. Sure. Um, we were just messing around very casual for a while, and then I would always leave in the morning, or she'd mm-hmm. leave, and it was just chill and whatever. Sure. we see each other. we text here and there. The one time I stayed and we got food, right? I felt like we were at that point. I got that vibe. Uh, <laughs> la- last time I was ever at her place. Yo, really? Totally backfired. I'm like, all right, yeah, she asked. And you thought so it was going to go It seems, all right, that. we should have a meal at some point. This is great. Halfway through it, I'm eating eggs. I'm getting vibes. The questions are coming out of each other's mouths so Listen, if coldly. you want a serious, if you want a serious relationship, there has to be, you have to eat food that doesn't have other people's fluids on it. <laughs> so it has to, so if, if you're a girl out there, if you're eating breakfast with a guy and it, you can smell his musk on you. That might not be a real breakfast. And for guys, if you're having dinner with a girl and there's nothing happening afterwards, like that's a good thing too. Like that's a good thing. Like, you know, I'm saying it goes both ways. Wait, you're saying after what, what do you, without I'm just saying, sex involved. Let's try and have dinners without sex and have breakfasts without sex as involved. As human beings. As human beings. If you're not getting the that, if someone doesn't want to spend time with you in that way, then maybe, you know, if you're like, let's stop at my place. Yeah, then we'll go eat. <laughs> you know, like that's not a fun, that's not a date. <laughs> Sounds like a good one to me. That's two people. Re- that, uh, that's a good date. That's just two people recharging. It's worked for years for me, buddy. I don't know. <laughs> JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. We are sponsored this week, people. I like the sponsor because it's very specific. Oh, it's great. Uh, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter, are you hiring? Do you know where to post your job to find the best candidate? Listen, if you're in the position of hiring, you should be listening to this and using this, okay? Please find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by businesses of all sizes. You don't have to be a huge business. You could be the the people that send me the, the beers thing. Maybe they're looking for a social media expert. 
Find most qualified job candidates with immediate results. And right now, my listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash JTrain. ZipRecruiter.com slash JTrain. ZipRecruiter.com slash JTrain. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash JTrain. One more time. To try it for free, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash JTrain. Basically, what they do is they will find you... ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates to finding you. It finds the candidates. And in fact, in over 80% of jobs posted on ZipRecruiter, get a qualified candidate in 24 hours. No juggling emails. It puts it all in one place. Simply screen, rate, and manage candidates all in one place with ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use dashboard. So you get free. You can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free. For free. ZipRecruiter.com slash JTrain. ZipRecruiter.com slash JTrain. Follow-up and poop hypothetical. Yo, J-Train, um, f- thanks for reading my email on Monday, 717. Follow-up, I sent the DM, and I'm awaiting a response per Norm's advice. No response equals unfollow. Yeah, I think uh, that was your last and only hope. Now I have a poopy hypothetical that I'm writing as I squeeze one out on the shitter at work. Let's go to Dreamland, baby. Would you rather only ever have to take one massive dump once every month that takes up about an hour of your day to deal with, plus another hour trying to wipe everything off. Okay, so it's messy. Okay. Or take two dumps a day every day but never have to wipe. Let me know what you think. Sincerely, choppy air. I mean... No brainer. This is a no... I mean, this is... No brainer. This is like Jordan or the the 12th man <laughs> yeah, this on the is, Nuggets. Like, what, what are you going with? B! B, right? Two you shits a day, wipe? no wipe. Shell, Shelbo? Two poop, no wipe. Yep. It's easy. It's, it's a gimme. It's, it's, it's a gimme. Two poop, no wipe. Listen, I'm going to bathrooms just to sit down and take a break from the day. Get away from people. Yeah, yeah. I'll go sit on a toilet. I do that before shows sometimes. If they don't have a green room, oh, if they don't have a peaceful. green room, I'm in the toilet. And I shouldn't have said that here because maybe people are no, knocking okay. on the door when they come to shows. Yeah, if you're at the Kennedy Center, I'll be in that shitter. He'll be there, buddy. Just sitting there, shooting the breeze. Especially now in 2017, right? Mm. I get done with the run, go home, put the podcast on. Yeah, we live in in an age. That that bathroom went from a utility to a luxury. I sit there with my phone. I go to another world. After a workout, too, like you sit down. You don't have to wipe after. Your back is going to feel great. Mm. I get to sit for a minute. Oh, come on, buddy. Easy money. This guy writes, uh, this guy writes, uh, this is an email, March Towards a Minute. Jared, you should be at a minute by now on the hello. I saw one, saw a kid on YouTube do a 10-hour yeah, boy, and he didn't even look tired. Okay, relax, mom. <laughs> I'm getting there. I'm working on it. Serious email. Are you ready for a serious one? Of course I am. We do serious ones. Do we have serious music yet? We will. Okay. <laughs> JK. Okay. What's up, J Train? Female listener here. I've been listening to your podcast since day one, but this is the first time I've ever emailed in, so obviously I need some serious help. My so we got a woman. We're we're playing that female email I love that. music like crazy. I love that music. <laughs> <laughs> It brings me joy every time. It's really good. My boyfriend and I broke up pretty recently, kind of a long time coming sort of things. 
We were best friends. Relationship was great, but he stopped going to school and had no goals or admissions. And that was a serious deal breaker for me. I know school isn't everything, but it's a big deal for me, so whatever. He's 24, and I'm 22, and almost done with college, and I'm trying to support a man. I'm not trying to support a man. You don't have to explain yourself. I get it. These are, this is the thing. There's so much people apologizing for the things they like just because they humanly like them. Be who you is. Be Yeah, be who you is. I mean, it's just one of those things, like, it's not... What we find, what I'm finding right now is people apologizing for the, the way they are that you could never post on Facebook, which is so interesting. So it's like, like it, you know, her saying, I just don't want to, you know, if she went on Facebook and was like, yeah, this loser won't go to school, go to school. Because if you post it on Facebook, everything's posted in extremes. So yes. she couldn't just be like, yeah, I like an ambitious guy. She would have to say, this loser didn't go to school and I'm a... I'm a catch, and I'm not looking to be with someone who's ambitionless. And that's not what she would write, but that's kind of what she's apologizing for. That's not how it gets written in the, in the real world. How it gets written in the real world is her saying, yeah, this relationship ran its course, and I want a guy who has his own passions that drives my passions, and that's okay. So I, I'm kind of – I'm on her side. I'm just saying, like, we see – she's not the only one doing this. I just see a lot of, like, everyone taking two steps back, one step forward on the things they want. Just step forward. Just take two steps. Yeah. He's 24. Uh, anyways, we were together for a year and basically lived together. They did, that means you didn't live together, but I understand. We now have a lot of the same friends, and I don't know how to distance myself without going into a full-blown lonely depression. I just moved in with two of my best friends, and I was, ho- uh, I was hopeful it would make things easier, but both of them have boyfriends and stay with their boyfriends all the time. They both have, haven't been home at all in the past months, so sitting at home alone all the time. I get down on life and myself. I try to keep busy working out, reading, schoolwork, etc., but that only helps so much. My ex and I have still been talking pretty often and boning more than we ever did in our whole relationship. Sigh. And whenever I get tired of being alone, I just go hang out with him, much, uh, which I know is hurting both of us more in the long run. How do I let this uh, let go of this relationship and cut it off for good without being too pr- depressed about being alone? How do I get to friends who aren't so far up their boyfriend's asses? I've downloaded Bumble, so any advice on landing a good distraction on there would be much appreciated. Have you heard of anything, anyone using Bumble BFF? I'm honestly down for anything at this point. LOL. What do you think? I'm with her. I get everything she's saying. She's not wrong for feeling this way. No. She's not wrong for boning the ex. That happens. Uh, let, let's just say if you're in a similar situation, this is, this is so normal. It's, it's not, I know she's probably down herself cause she feels alone. She's like, uh, you know, anytime you go back to an ex, you're like, how could I be so stupid? Well, you're just as stupid as 99% of us. Cause we all go, we've yeah. all gone back and fucked an ex. So don't it, feel so bad. There's still a comfort to that. Totally. People don't realize that. Absolutely. It's a lot more safe, even though you know in the long run you're not compatible, it's not going to work out. You know each other a little bit. Mm-hmm. The breakup kind of makes a callus, if that makes yeah, sense. You're kind of yeah. callous to what's going to happen. You just know you're fucking and you're going to move on. And it's that's a lot safer you're just than talking to, to a stranger and making that decision. Also, you know, sex with a, in a relationship sex, even though it goes down, it's even better because there's, you know, the dance. You know, you know each what she beats. likes. Yeah. She knows what you like. You know, oh, the pinky in your ass, go for it. You know, like that's like, you know, I, it's just all that stuff is out there. And so it's, it's understandable. If I'm her, I mean, I just recently, this just happened. And I, and I, had, a, I had a girlfriend in college, same deal. 
similar friends, very connected with what you know. We just say intertangled. Uh, we broke up after a good amount of time. I just saw her the other day. So happy to see her. She was happy to see me. Um, it was really it was a nice exchange. When I saw her, I happened to be on another date with this girl, and we went to go get coffee, and we walk in, and she is my ex from college. This is a long time, though. Yeah. And she's in her third trimester pregnant. Oh, man. So now you got the, the pregnant ex, this, new, this girl that, you know, we you know, don't know each other that well, but, you know, that's what, uh, its own thing. And so I got to introduce them both, but it was the way we ended it, you know, there was a point where we kind of did what, you know, where it's like, what do we go now? How do we feel? What do we, we're, we were still connected. And then the minute we stopped talking and gave it its time, um, when we came back, it made everything easier when he came back together. Because it was like, hey, hey, it's been a while. And she was like, oh, I saw your video. You know, like, she was perfectly nice. And I think the way that happened and the only way that could happen is to just say, hey, we have to stop. We have to stop At talking. Point, yeah. We have to move. We have to. You got to go out to sea. And you gotta explore, and even though you don't see the shore on the in, on the horizon, all you see is water and emptiness. You have to trust that that shore is coming at some point. And I think, and I, I go, I brought up the story about the you know seeing the X because I did have this feeling after I was like, it's really nice that we can be cool, you know. And I don't think you be cool with someone when you spend because it can happen for like months. It can't happen for years. I concur. Because I, if it happens for years, you're gonna be you're gonna hate this person. I I had an ex there, like that, and then finally I had to cut it off because I'm like, oh, we're just gonna keep getting conversations, and we're gonna keep fucking, and yeah. you're gonna keep thinking we're getting back together, and we are not. But mm. We're at the same bars. You still look really good. We mm-hmm. have a chemistry, and then uh, it's been a couple of years. She lives in L.A. now. Reached out to me randomly. Nice little text message, and yeah. I felt very good about it. I was like. This is nice. This is nice. But we can be cordial. We couldn't get to that place if we'd still fucking around. If we were still talking or if we ended on a note where it's like, you know, you're fighting your versus like a new boyfriend. You know, it just yeah. it doesn't work. And what I did and what she should do, you got to stop talking to this guy and you got to say to him very nicely, it's not helping me move on. And you need to stop with the texting, stop with the fucking, stop with it. And it's just over. Cold turkey. Cold turkey. And... You start to notice your boy, your girlfriends with their boyfriends more and more when you're lonelier. What you need to do is be proactive about events. You need to start planning dinners with your girls and say, hey, if they're your real friends, they'll do a fucking dinner. If they can't do a dinner, time to find new friends. Yeah. And you say to them, hey, uh, Saturday night, can we do a dinner and go out? And then invite other single girls. And you need to invite other single people because that's kind of where I went. I went and I went and hung out with like... Guys that I went to high school with and, like, reconnected with them and got in touch with, you know. But you need people that are on the same wavelength as you, but include your girlfriends, too. Because what's going to happen is they're going to go out to dinner and they're going to go back to their boyfriends. And then the single girls will stay out. And they'll do their own thing. But at the same time, you need to bring them into that circle, too. You need to plan events and get out there with different single people. Because they're going to be on the same, be like, yeah, we're looking to go out and fucking find people, too. It's a soft reboot at this point. You're not totally rebooting. It's just a soft. But if you don't get away from this guy, you'll never. Let's do one more email because I I like this one. Ready? James Matters, such a pleasure. And OKP, 
Buddy, at, I'm very flattered to be on this. At James L. Mattern on Twitter. At James underscore L. Mattern on Instagram. Another female email. It's crazy. Oh, I feel like I'm back in the strip club today. Every time it plays. Oh. This was like, you would walk into a strip club in Vegas, and this is basically yeah. what, it, what you heard in your head every the time. Spearmint Reiner plays yeah. this song. Oh. This is a, re, a reboot. This girl wrote in before. Dear j I'm sure you don't remember me, but I was the girl who wrote you about my roommate hating my fuck buddy. I do remember this email. The roommate hated, hated the fuck buddy, and we gave a lot of good advice, I think. Well, guess what? I went back to school for the weekend and got to see my fuck buddy. We didn't get to finish our fuck session because his friends walked in on us not once but twice. What the, what's going on? Uh, that means his friends were fucking assholes. Not only was that humiliating enough, but right now, before we started going at it, he explained to me that he doesn't want anything serious and asked me to not catch the dreaded feels. I was trying not to get attached, but I kind of am. I mean, once someone puts their dick in you a couple times, maybe that's expected. Yeah, it is expected. The whole night he kept talking to other girls besides me, and it made me upset because I wanted his attention. So I have two questions for you. One, do you think he'll want to hook up again after this awkward encounter this weekend? And two... Should I continue to hook up with him even though he can be self-centered and will never see me as more than a piece of ass? Sincerely, confused as fuck. What do you think? Well, what's the Again, let's not take any steps back. If mm. you want to have sex with this guy, Go if you it. enjoy having sex... Yeah, have it for you. Have sex for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want more, if you're catching feelings and mm. you think this is going to be a problem, mm. then cut him off and feel good about yourself. Be like, oh, I want more. You don't. Go get a job. Own the pussy. Own it. It's you, baby Own girl. Own the pussy. I see so many girls that, you know, and it's kind of, and listen, and I'm not saying that she's wrong for feeling that you feel how you feel. I, I, and we've all been there where you're trying to rent out the pussy or the penis. You know, you're trying to rent that thing out. You're like, please take it off my hands for a couple of days. That's right. Own it. Own the pussy. Have people over at your pussy when you want to have people over. And kick them out when the party's over. Own it. And I think that's the same for pussy or dick. I think that we're not different. You see a lot of guys are like, please, take this penis. I need you. And girls run away from that because they're like, you must be selling something awful. If you won't even, you're trying to lease your penis? Like, you know, it it happens with guys and girls because you're like, you push too hard and then someone says, ah, if you think I'm the only one, because everyone thinks they're the worst. Very, everyone in there, we're all the star of our own movie and we're all the underdog. I've said this on this podcast a lot. We're the star of our own movie. We think everything revolves around us. But we also think we're the mighty ducks. Yeah. Nobody wants to believe that they're the fucking, you know. You're the the, favorite. The the favorite, the good looking guy at the high school, the the college. You know, no one thinks of the Van Wilder. That's an old reference for this crowd, I think. But I'm saying no one thinks of the... Everyone wants to believe that the, I shall overcome. It's, that's, what, that's what gets us up in the morning. Oh, no one believes in me. I'm going to be the one to prove them wrong. That's a lot of what people get off to. And we're the star of that movie. So what I'm getting at is that this girl needs to, like... Needs to understand what she's got is a good thing. You're and the commodity. You're the commodity. I, I have been an underdog my whole life. Mm-hmm. Years ago, I was living with a wonderful comedian named Michael Vecchione, mm-hmm. who would get into my head and be like, hey, buddy, 
you you shouldn't be nervous with nobody, with no girls. Mm-hmm. You're you're an up and coming comic. You're the Vecchio's future. Vecchio has been on this podcast. He's, He's the right. best. He's like you don't realize how big your stock is. Yes. Well, that's what I'm saying. You don't real. All of us don't realize how how okay we are. And we're we all playing with we house money. We don't want to admit it. And I listen. I you don't want. No one wants to achieve their goal and have people go. Yeah, you should have gotten that goal. <laughs> you know, everyone wants to go. Everyone wants the the crowd ri- rising yes. and cheering them on. Rudy. So, Exactly. We all want to believe we're Rudy. And and I think for her, she has to understand she's got some good puss. She's going to be fine. So here's the advice. In turn, she writes, so I have two questions for you. One, do you think we'll ever hook up again? I think you can hook up again. Do you want to? But I don't think you should. I, I think anytime, anytime, when I heard that the friends ran in twice, that's when they don't take you seriously as a girlfriend. That's because they have been told that's whack. that this is just a hookup. I'm not. I'm just giving her the answer to yeah, the question. Yeah, that's whack, though. And, but you, do you agree? You've seen that before. I've had that. That guys and girls who are just hookups only will be treated as hookups by the friends. You kidding me? I got uh, roommates. Yeah, I come home with a girl. They they go to another state. You the, kidding me? Because they're, they're looking out for the kid, baby. They're looking out for you. But if you ever came home with that, came home the next day and was like. This chick, fucking whatever about her, they would fuck around a little bit. More. They're gonna sleep in the bed like that guy with the kid. <laughs> yeah, with the kid, <laughs> they'll be in the bed with you. So I'm saying, guys don't mess with chicks and girls don't mess with dudes that their friend is taking seriously. And and I'm saying that I know that might hurt for her to hear, but that's the advice she needs because I. If my friends ever popped in a second time while we're fucking, they get popped in the mouth. They're not my friends. Yeah. There'd be a fight happening. Yeah, yeah. You gotta so, sock them. So let's look at the reality. Should she go back? No, she shouldn't go back. If you're the, you don't want to be. You want to own the pussy, and you want to say to, yeah, good luck, buddy. Oh, I was getting some feelings for you. Now I'm not, and that's okay. That's the embarrass. That's the thing we all all like. That's why you go back to the guy you told or the girl that you told that you have feelings for that was like, I'm not looking to have a relationship because you're like, oh, fuck, I can't take that back now. The feelings have been out of the toothpaste feelings bottle. You feel like eggs on your face. Yes. So you're like, oh, I got to go crawling back and just be okay with where we were. No, that's okay to tell. You can have feelings for someone and then not the minute they look at you and go, yeah, my friends are going to do a uh, do the (laughs) do the clown car dance while we fuck now. Um, so yeah, that minute I'd become unattracted to him too. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. James Madden, thank you so much for coming. Buddy, on. You, what you're doing is wonderful. Uh, this is you, God's you're work. changing lives. I appreciate you're it. You're doing the Lord's work. The Lord's work. You can find And I'm agnostic. This is James Madden on Twitter at James L. Madden on Twitter. Say It Ain't Snow is his podcast. Ranting and Raving is also his podcast with Yamanika, a favorite here. One of the greats of all time. Go support those podcasts, and we'll be right back. We'll do a little bit longer. We'll do a news item right now. We'll be right back. Hey, guys. Welcome back. Uh, We're going to do one news item. We're going a little bit of overtime. Figure why not. We're taping on a Thursday. Uh, Shelby, you got some news? So there's a phrase that's common in America, but they're finding that Americans go across the world and they say this to start a conversation and it's considered very rude. So we're saying something in America that could be misconstrued as rude in another country. Correct. And why do I give a fuck? We're the number one country in the world. You get on our page. (laughs) If I want to say... What's up, ball face? That's how we say it here. Ugh. 
<laughs> Get out of here with that nonsense. <laughs> what, are, what, are, what are we? How am I, I how am I such an awful American? The, how is it? How am I an awful American this week? The sentence is, "What do you do?" Oh, uh, what do you do? What do you do? That's considered rude. Yeah, because it's private to everyone else, right? Yeah, it's like that's not their whole life, kind of. That's just how we are, are in America. Well, in a lot of countries, they get like six weeks paid vacation, so it doesn't really define them. Out yeah, here, well, we want to work more. Once you find a career you like, that gives you I was talking, makes you established. I, I was in it. talking about this last night with a, a comic friend of ours, Mike Racine. Oh, and like where he was, he had just gone to Croatia, and he said that you know he was he went on a whole boat trip. And he did like a cruise and all this stuff. And he was like, it's just so different out there. It's so different. I go, yeah, because, you know, you go to Italy, you go to any place in Europe, they have like three different outfits that they exchange, they, they just mix and match to make all their outfits. Like the idea <laughs> of having a closet full of clothing that they never wear is like crazy to them. Yeah. They have the, you know, if you go to Italy, they, they're all wear like the women are dressed to the nines and they take care of their things in a way that like we can't understand. But it's the same outfit. Like they're doing Mr. Potato Head, <laughs> you know, they're just changing up the bow tie for, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I think it's just a different, they have a different view of uh, possessions in other countries and they have a different view of um, what the aspirations for life are. If I can get my, you know, for us, the American dream is a, is a slippery slope. You know, you're told you can be anything, you can do anything and it makes you, it puts you in a form of depression. Because then you say, well, I haven't done enough. Where will, where will this end? And now we live in an age where Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, we get to see into other people's backyards, yeah. not just your neighbor. People used to look at the neighbors and go, how did they get that car? Now we look at the Kardashians and say, how did they get that car? You know, it's, a, it's just um, it's a fleeting thing. You can't keep up. And in these other countries, they seem to have found a way to not care about that. You know, to not as much as we do here. And I don't know. It's a blessing and a curse. It's the reason this podcast is this. It's the reason, yes. uh, entre you know, it's the entrepreneurial spirit of America that doesn't exist elsewhere. It's the reason that I got sent shirts from two different shirt companies. And a wonderful jersey. And a wonderful what jersey. A beautiful so jersey. I, I, I do hear, what do you do? I don't think of it like, I think that can be a rude question in any... I see a lot of people asking too many questions in general anyways these it, days. I think if you lead off with it, it's kind of a weird... Uh, oh, of course. Let's warm up a little before yeah, you me, throw the fastball. Why you know don't what I'm you say what's up? I, I think what do you do is... A, I got asked... I, I met this... Uh, I get asked that a good, lot. Huh? I, it was bad. I, I My dad tried... Set, what This happened a while ago. My dad tried setting me up with this chick. Like, my dad met wow. this guy that he played golf with and then the guy was like i got this niece you gotta meet this niece you gotta meet this niece so he sends a picture i'm like yeah she's cute whatever and then like ends up getting her number and it turns into and i i know i'm not doing this story justice but i'm trying to leave out as it turned into my dad trying to send me out with this girl and we start texting and then she's like well my mom has to meet you because of my dad because of her her brother because that was like and i was like weird i was like i'm trying to fuck you you know, like, I'm not trying to fuck your mom. You know, I'll get yeah. to the mom if we get to that point. But, like, for, so somehow I ended up with her, her mom, and dad at a restaurant, like, meeting the family. Oh, man. And I was like, I don't know how this happened. I think because, and I think it went both ways. I felt obligated to meet her because of my dad. And I think they all felt obligated to meet me because of this uncle. 
so we're sitting there and it was like fine enough. They're very nice people, whatever. But we get to a point where it's like, they're like, so what do you do, you know, like during the day? Like, what's your day oh. job? And it's like, there, if someone says to you, I am this, don't second guess what the fuck they are. You know, that's like, well, you may, you know, if I don't know, you know, Jared, oh, it's like, you know, I'm a comedian. <laughs> so like what to say what your day job is just because you don't never heard of me, which listen, 99% of comedians you haven't heard of. That's why we have this show so you can introduce you to new people. But it is, there is a way to ask that question that doesn't come off as like, and then I told my dad, he's like, oh, you get so offended. I'm like, I'm not offended. I just think that's just an interesting, that says more than it, than the question entails. Well, with comedians, because yeah. if you're not Louis C.K. or someone like that, everyone assumes that Yeah, if you're it's not a Seinfeld, hobby. you're nobody. Yeah. yeah. So I get, yeah, I get pissy, man. You'll be like on a weekend show, a hot show, packed rooms, and then after, you know, in between, people are like, this is great. You're great. Do you do this a lot? <laughs> yeah, I do it six, seven nights a week. Yeah, um, what do you? What else do you do? What do you do in it's, a day? I do this. But that's, that's I do stand it's such up a comedy. personal question, like, and I, it insults you because you think that they're saying you're not good enough to make a living. Exactly, and it's and like it, that's fuck not, you. And maybe that's not what they mean, but it's also usually it, they don't mean that. I just think, why do we have to know so much? And you know, now people ask you, who'd you vote for? And it's like, when did that become public information? Like, why did that become a part of Why can't you go and vote and just be, as your right as a citizen? Like, I don't understand, like, why that's become a witch hunt. And then it's just these questions. I We have to get better at interacting with one another without being acting like we're on the Internet. You know, now with the Internet, we act like we're all acting like animals. I had a guy. This just happened, okay? I don't want to make this a comedy discussion yeah this just with anybody with comics a lot of times the hellos are very difficult because people don't know how to sometimes people try to spar with you like if you met a, a boxer you wouldn't be like let me just see if i can fuck with this guy hey how are you i'm fine yeah yeah why take it I, down a notch if i'm meeting an accountant i'm not trying to say let me see if i can do math as well as this guy oh accountant two uh, plus two Oh, you just yeah. saved him 200? I saved him 350. Yeah, yeah, this All is right, what, relax, buddy. This is what happens with comics though. <laughs> Anytime you meet somebody, it feels like, "Oh, let me pissing contest." Yeah, let me see if I can spar with the big boys. You know, and and also if they don't believe this is your career, they So I met this kid. So when I was in Nantucket, I had a show, and then a family friend didn't was at the show, family friends that I knew came to the show. Great time, great people, I love them. One of the daughters didn't come to the show, which that's okay. Go do whatever you want. That's fine. She was out to dinner with two of her friends. So I was on my way back to the hotel. I went to the restaurant because I knew she was there to say hello. So I go and say, and I see her. She goes, Jared, you know, go say hello. And she's, she goes, oh, and these are my friends. This is him. This is the, the wife. And this is so-and-so. The guy goes, oh, I know your dad. He knows my dad. Okay. He goes, oh, I know your dad. He's a lot skinnier than you. Oh, word. What? What? What the fuck? What's that Did matter? you just say to me? Why would you say that to someone? What a, what a weird... Is what? It be, is it because you're a comedian? I think that's what it is. They I think, think it's they like, have to do that. They have to, like, you can't just be like, hey, nice to meet you, love your dad. You can't just do that. You gotta come at me. You gotta see if you can hang. And if you get pissy, it's like, oh, I thought you are a comedian. Oh, relax. Have you, you seen comedy? Joke, we man. tell jokes to people who are supposed to just sit there. So I, yeah. I just looked at them. I like to let someone bomb in that situation. Yeah, let's sit. I just go, hmm. And then I turn around and I go, well, it's good to see you. I hope you have a good, good dinner. And then shake with the left. 
didn't even shake. I go, I just left. I'd shake with the left, let them know what and the fuck's going on. And I know it's not a good look, but I'm just saying, like, we could all take a minute. I just think all of this is, like, self-taught. You know, if you're coming in with hello, we started with greetings, we're ending with greetings. Yeah, why not? Puck but if you baby. come in, like, have a little sense of, you know, why, why is it I'm the only one that's ducking? That's being like, oh, I ruined that conversation. Sometimes it feels like I'm the only one second-guessing myself. Baby, that's why I don't like to meet people. Yeah. Well... Shelby, you got any more news? Well, I do. This is not a sponsor, but there's a new app called Hater. It's a Hater. dating app for people you can find who hates the same things as you do. I think that's I'm brilliant. I'm a big, big proponent of this. This is great. I don't, I, I, I've said this on the podcast, Bravo. I feel like. Yeah, it's a, good, it's a good idea. They did a study of all 50 states and what they hate the most in each state. Okay. What they hate the most. Yeah. So what do we hate? What's uh? What's New York? Times Square. And yeah, that's the easy. And then what? Thirty of the other fifty states are uh, Mexicans, probably. Good call. No. Uh, <laughs> name a state. I almost felt like. Let's oh my go. God. Okay. Well, Arizona has to be Mexican. It would be Mexican. I grew Sand. up a state over. Sand. Sand. Wow, we are very different as a country. <laughs> Florida has to be uh, showering. Workout couples. <laughs> Florida's oh, workout couples? Hilarious. Okay, let's do... Can, we, can I ask my home state of Please. Nevada? Nevada. Feminism. <laughs> oh, they just hate women in Nevada. This could all be made up. Ah, too. this woman. <laughs> I mean, They should be on the pole, I tell you. I mean, it's... What's the... Massachusetts? Uh, that's where I'm from. Where... Massachusetts is... Oh, you don't want to is... know. Middle America. Middle wow. America. Wow. Yeah, it makes sense that Massachusetts would be like, oh, we hate wait, everywhere no, else. Eli Manning, I got that wrong. It's Eli Manning? It's Eli Manning. This is made up. That's too easy. It probably is. What about, let's do a random state. Let's do West Virginia. They must hate teeth. West Virginia <laughs> Deodorant. is De- friends that ask you to help them move. It's probably made up. It's got to be made. Oh, okay. Well, Shelby, thank you for bringing the news. Thanks. <laughs> At Classic Shelb on Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat. Go follow him, support him. Mad Dog Mattern. James Mattern. Thank you, Papa. Thank you for coming on. At James what L. Mattern on Twitter. Such a pleasure to have you. At James underscore L. Mattern on Instagram. I'm Jared Freed. We're oh. here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails and your questions. We'll be back next episode. Boom. <laughs> This has been a Stand Up Labs production powered by digital media. Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts and find all of our shows at StandUpLabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Boom. Boom.